Hi, my name is Amekanobis. Good to be in your face. In 2010, I became quite very intentional on social media online, um, utilizing the social media to be able to share my thoughts, my ideas, my strategies, sell my knowledge online. And um, it's been quite a very beautiful, fantastic journey of ups and downs and ups and downs. Selling online is actually a very beautiful experience. Um, but over the years, I've been able to get some form of experiences that I want to share with you. I know that you are currently online and you want to be able to put out your knowledge there. You want to put out your products there. You want to be able to sell a whole lot more and make a whole lot more money. That's the objective and desire of anyone who really wants to come online and be able to make money. So over the years, I've gained some quite you know some form of experiences and in my session in this teaching today i'm going to be sharing with you 11 things that can help you to sell online specifically particularly to nigerians right so i've sold to nigerians i've sold to people who are not nigerians outside of the nation but particularly if you're selling to nigerians the things that you ought to be doing online right to be able to sell to them and make a lot more money for yourself so i've got my notes with me i'm going to be looking at my notes to be able to do the teaching today right and i do hope that you've got your own notes and you've got your pen to be able to write down not just to say ah he's releasing rema oh that's great that's great thought but um i just want to be able to write these things down because they're going to help you when you come online and you want to sell to people uh, who are following you selling to your audience and uh, be able to make money from them but before I go ahead, I want you to do two things. I usually want to connect with you via email. I want to be your friend via email. So go ahead now to www.emekanobis.com. And when it pops up, there's something to download there, right? There's a resource I usually give away to people who visit my website. So when you click it, put in your email so that I can start to reach out to you via emails. That's the place where networking that cause asunder between two of us or the owners of social media won't come to in interrupt our flow all right so go ahead and put your name on the email then secondly i want you to go ahead right now and share this video all right share this video to as many friends to people um, who are your friends and your timeline so that they themselves can also participate in what it is that we are teaching i'm teaching right here and they themselves can make money there's something i believe that the more people are empowered financially, the more they become prosperous and the more that we can live in harmony, the more that we can have a harmonious society where everyone is living peaceably with everyone. It's an ideal situation, but I think that if we can empower a lot more people around us, then we can live peaceably and in harmony with everyone that is around us, all right? So do those two things and let's jump right into it. I want to make you understand that marketing is marketing online is 80% of psychology and 20% of the strategies and the gimmicks and the tips and the uh, and the other systems that you think all right the landing pages and all those kind of stuff is 80% psychology as I'm going to be showing you during the session is 80% psychology and 20% of all the systems and all the strategies and all the other things that you have been cramming your head with, your head with, right? Um, before we go into that deeply, I want you to have three convictions. If you're coming online to sell, you've got to have three convictions to be able to sell profitably online. The first conviction is that 
you must be convinced that what you're selling actually works. You can't come online and be selling things that don't work because if they don't work, um, people are going to spread story about what it is that is not working for you, the things that you're selling that are not working, and it can come up to bite you. You can create so many negative reviews about what it is that you're selling that even when you move away from the things that are bad that you're doing to actually becoming good, people never forget those things. All right, so you have to have a conviction first and foremost that what you are offering people online that you're selling must be working. Those things must create the results that the product has been designed to create. That's the truth. The second conviction that you ought to have is that you ought to believe in the price that you're selling and that you're worth selling at that price. So it doesn't matter, even if you're selling something for a dollar for $1,000, for $2,000, for $5 million, you've got to have the conviction that is the price that you've placed upon your product, upon your experience, upon your training, upon the thing that you're selling, and that it actually is worth it for people to buy. That's the, first, that's the second conviction that you've got to have. The third conviction that you have to have is that you are worthy to sell. You have to have the conviction. If you don't have the conviction that you're worthy enough to sell, then you can't carry yourself with the stamina, with the belief, with the energy, with the passion to be able to come online to sell. So you've got to have these three convictions. Conviction that what you are offering as a product works. Conviction that the price at which you're offering is worthy to be offered to the buying public. And the third conviction is that you are worthy to be the one selling what it is that you're selling. Those three convictions must be embedded in your heart, embedded in your head, because they will form um, the foundation for every of your activities you're doing online. Okay. The number one thing I want to share with you is that people online have very deep trust issues. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't blame them because a lot of people have done so many unprintable things online. The word scam is easy to shout, and that's the truth. And that word scam, as they are shouting, it is coming from a place of pain, a place where they don't want to experience the negativity of the past. They don't want to experience the pain of the past. A lot of things happen on Instagram. Some people set up pages on Instagram, and they're selling shoes or selling wigs or selling clothes, and then you pay them, and then they block you off. You can't find them. So those kinds of experiences, a lot of people, especially Nigerians, have had those experiences. And so they are looking at what it is that you're doing most times, sometimes from the lens. Is this one original? Is this one fake? Is this one a scammer? What is it exactly selling? <laughs> you know, so they come with that. And when they scream scam, look at it from the point of view that they are experiencing. They're just reflecting the pain of the past. So a lot of Nigerians have deep trust issues. And there are two things basically that I advise people to do to be able to erase these trust issues. The first thing is that give people the opportunity to experience you. All right. So what I mean by that is they want to call you. They want to see you on camera. They want to know that you exist. They want to find out a place where they can get across to you in case they have doubts, in case they have challenges, in case they have um, things that they want to rough out, right? So give them opportunity to be able to reach you. I'm not saying everybody should call you because I sell things online. When I, when I launch something online, it's not every one of them that wants to call me. But 
give people the opportunity to at least place a phone call or to have a video call with you something that can ask to make them feel at peace to want to buy what it is that you're offering right i remember one particular time that i was doing a campaign and i i made a I made a, I made a, I, I sent a message a message via my facebook messenger bot when i used to use facebook messenger bot and i was doing a campaign for a guy who was who was sick at the time um so i wanted people to contribute money towards that campaign one guy received the message and came back to me and lashed out at me that i was a scammer that i think he had just gotten into my facebook messenger bot um three or four days before then and i had been sharing great value so for him to see me requesting for money to be sent and that money was to be sent to my personal account right because usually i do campaigns and i most of the campaigns i do i raise the money um via people sending money to my account and then i send out to the individual the individual who needs it and so the guy saw that and then it wasn't my usual message so what he did was to reach out across to me after having shouted the word scam so he reached out across to me and said he wanted to have a whatsapp call with me that i should send him my whatsapp number so i did and then he called and the moment he saw my face he was like ah boss sorry you sorry you know sassy b things in nigeria people don't know maybe you're he felt that i my my um my my timeline had to be hacked my profile had to be hacked you know and so he was apologetic and then i said yeah i understand i understand you know so he sent even more than the amount that he intended to send i think it's more than send ten thousand and the end of the day sent twenty thousand naira towards that campaign so give people the opportunity to experience you to call you to see your face you know you know and it helps them to put away the doubts that they have concerning the product that you're selling another way i do it is the content that you're creating right so we can't say that you're selling something online and um, we can't see a semblance of what it is that you're doing online so I had this particular guy who came on one of the posts that I made one time about the Facebook, you know, learning Facebook ads and how to do Facebook ads. And this guy came in the comment section and said that he could teach people for free how to run Facebook ads. And so I went to his timeline to just go check him out. I scrolled down 20 posts and I couldn't see anything that had to do with Facebook, Facebook ads. Some of the posts were just jocular posts, things I had to do with, you know, a lot of things that were just all over his timeline but nothing had any semblance whatsoever regarding him being able to run facebook ads but if you visit someone like ken in the money or visit someone that sees in the money right ken in dubisi sorry not ken in the money ken in dubisi when you visit his timeline you can't scroll down to 20 posts and you can't find something that is speaking about how to do facebook is how to run facebook ads and then look at someone like uh, chomai fanyes if you go it's all about accounting 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 and sales and all that so by the time you create such content right you create such phenomenal content people tend to believe you people tend to trust you and then they have the the doubts about what it is that you're providing will continue to reduce and reduce and reduce to zero and so when you bring out something online and you're selling people tend to buy their numbers without even querying it so give them the opportunity to connect with you and then also consistently create the kind of content that will make people to believe you when they come so they read and read and read they consume ah okay this guy really understands what he's saying or this lady understands what she's saying and she's someone that is credible that we can buy something from that's what you have to do so remember that people have trust issues so you have to be able to do what you have to do to be able to 
um, it raised those trust issues. And those two things that I shared with you are one, two key things that you ought to start doing if you've not been doing them to be able to erase the trust issues. The second thing I want to share with you is that you have to be able to disrupt people's what they are looking at, what they're experiencing with visuals. Disrupt with your visuals. I see a lot of individuals, they come online, they are trying to launch a product, maybe a book or a training or a product of theirs, and they're using one particular flyer all the time. It's, it's something that you need to stop doing if you've been doing it. First, if I want to create, if, I, if I'm launching a campaign or I'm doing a campaign about a training or a product of mine that I'm doing, or I'm about to release, I create flyers of different colors. Yes, people will say your brand colors. Yes, that's fantastic. I mean, I have my brand colors are white, red, and blue. But I could create a flyer in red. I could create a flyer in yellow. I can create a flyer in blue. What it means is that you consistently disrupt people's feeling or people's perception of what it is that you have to say. So if they consistently see blue, 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 blue all the time, they just believe or just feel that they have seen it a lot of time. And when they're scrolling on their timeline, they tend to move away and they don't want to look. Maybe you create content that has to do with, uh, maybe you're launching a campaign that has to do with cooking. And then the first content that you created was how to cook um, how to cook eggs. <laughs> let, me, let me use that example, all right? And then you put the blue flower, flyer. And then you create another content that has to do with frying yams. And then you put the same flyer. And then you create another content that has to do with how to make scary and then you put the same flyer so the 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 thing is that they may be looking at the same flyer but they're not reading the same they're not reading content the content that you are together creating with the flyer because they have already believed and feeling that it's the same thing that you're creating but they're creating this different content and that can affect the kind of conversions and the sales that you are going to be making um, with that campaign. So try to disrupt them with visuals. Don't use the same flyer. It's a very fatal flaw that I see a lot of people do. The same flyer all the, thing, all the time. So switch up things. Sometimes use yourself as an example, all right? Use yourself in the pictures. Most times when I'm launching certain things, I use unusual pictures. I can use my leg, I can use take a picture of my head, I can take a picture of something I saw, I can even take a picture of an animal, I can take a picture of the desk, you know, unusual stuff that will make them to stop and want to say, okay, let me take a look at what he's sharing and then they read the content and the content is directing them to something to buy, that thing that I really intended them to buy. But if I keep on putting the same book cover, the same product cover, the same flyer in their face, mm, they will have what we call fatigue, flyer fatigue. And when they see it next time, they just assume that they must have gotten the knowledge before or gotten the information before, and then they just move on. You don't want that happening to your campaign, all right? So when it comes to designs, also the designs of flyers, two things I really want to share with you is that make your design to be special. People clog up a lot of things in there on their flyers and expecting that people have the time to read all those things. And so you see all the bonuses, you see, ah, because you want people to just feel, ah, okay, it's plenty. And let me, because it's plenty, let me pay because it's going to give, no, you clog up people. You make, you make understanding the flyer difficult. So make it special. I mean, there has to be a lot of space. Sometimes um, I, I make this analogy sometimes uh, when I go to speak at events and I say that, when I move on the road and I see the billboards of most of the churches who are doing programs, you see all the pastors just clogged up on the flyer, all the information just clogged up on the flyer. Assuming that you're driving, 
you're driving and you have just two minutes or one minute to be able to take a look at the b-board and understand the event understand the program without a lot of force without a lot of confusion so it's easier you just see it and then you're able to understand what it is on the flyer without a lot of your eyes moving everywhere because that movement of your eyes everywhere creates confusion in the head and then people are oh lord it's too much and then the brain just gets tired and don't want to check it out again you get me what i'm saying so you have to be able to design your flyer in such a way that is special a lot of space that gives the eye the opportunity to just easily catch what it is that you're sharing the flyer without a lot of force the second thing about flyers is use colors that pop out in people's eyes i see individuals who say okay they just love light yellow they just love light purple they just love yeah because they feel comfortable about it the truth is that a lot of individuals they are projecting what they just are passionate about not minding what the market really wants not minding what is actually working there so your colors have to be popping to just be able to get into the eyes because eyes are where you can receive most times for a lot of individuals online they perceive immediately with their eyes so if you don't give the eyes something to just feed on immediately then you lose the attention that's how it is you lose the attention so you've got to be able to get to the point where they are able to just look at and then it jumps into their eyes and then they want to take that decision immediately or within a small frame of time so your flyers have to be special don't clog your flyers with a lot of things make them special right i mean a lot of space so that it gives the eye the ability to just catch what it is that you're saying and then secondly don't just be too stylish with your fonts on your flyers and the colors that you're using and saying it's just me i just like it like that it's not particularly about what it is that you like it's about how the audience that you're reaching out to perceive things receive things so that you can be able to penetrate and get them buying is important the third thing i want to share with you is you have to be stupidly simple with your communication you have to be stupidly simple when i was younger i used to feel that if i write with big words people will see me as one intelligent guy and then they want to want to connect with me they want to my father kept on warning me kept on warning me kept on warning me it was until I wrote my first book. My first book was 296 pages. And then I began to sell. The feedback that I began to get from individuals, where that was that they read some they read some 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 words, some lines. The next thing they want to open the dictionary to check out a word. It made reading boring for them. It made reading very it made it made reading a very <laughs> a very serious activity for them which they didn't want they just wanted to be able to read the book stay in a, stay in a place and read the book not just going looking for session for a dictionary majority of people online are not keen on checking the dictionary majority are not keen so they're not moved by all your high sounding words the simpler you make your words this make your words stupidly simple the more you do that the more you're able to penetrate so these days what i'm thinking i'm thinking the mm. people i'm reaching out maybe they're just kindergarten what kind of words that i can i use to be able to reach out to people who are, who are kindergarten right very simple instead of using the word like obfuscate obfuscate is the same thing as confusion make it simple like confusion confuse is the word that a lot of people understand 
So don't complicate things. Be very simple. It was at the time that I was getting the feedback from individuals that they were opening the dictionary all the time to be able to check me out. That was the time I realized what my father was telling me many years ago. Today, my communication online is very simple, very, very simple so that somebody can understand it. You know, a lot of people who are in tech tend to make this mistake sometimes. So they go, when they are pitching or prospecting, um, they use those technical lingo. Like you're telling someone who is, um, who is a, a farmer, you're telling him ranking and SEO and all that kind of stuff. He doesn't really understand all those things. Someone who owns a school and is about 60 years old, he doesn't understand these things. If you're able to tell him that if you design this website for him, anybody who is coming into the city will be able to find them and come to them and want to work with them and want to enroll into their school. The moment they start to hear that, it's very simple. Then they begin to listen to you. But if you go and tell them that this website is going to rank, this website is going to have high SEO and all that kind of stuff, you confuse them and it's difficult for them to even want to listen to you. Because some of them already feel that when you come with all those high ranking, all those high sounding words, then you're trying to play with your brain so that you can collect money from them. So be simple enough. The fourth thing is that people tend to ask very stupid questions online. Very, very, I can tell you that. So you put out a flyer. There's a date on the flyer. There is a time on the flyer. Every detail is on the flyer that is needed. And then the person comes into your inbox and starts to ask you the time, the date, the everything that they ought to have seen concerning the information is on the flyer. Is on the landing page is there everything but they still come back learn not to be angry with these people but to respond no matter how stupid you think that the questions are it's annoying but try to respond the thing is that you're looking for a sale not just an opportunity to make someone <laughs> leave stupidity well that could sound derogatory but that's not what I actually mean your role is to extract a sale so answer the questions so people come to me and they see everything i give them the link they say okay on the link they didn't really see us okay they didn't really read down sometimes i go and copy that and i paste in their face and then they get to see it and then i smile by the time i have gotten the sale then it's an opportunity for me to educate the individual regarding ethics of reading information online before they start asking questions all right so people are asking very stupid questions online your role is to respond to them respond because you are looking to make the sale don't start to argue or start to make them look stupid and all that kind of stuff respond it doesn't take anything just respond even if you have lots of them you can appoint appoint someone in your team or, or a virtual assistant to someone whose role will be to answer those stupid questions and you will see your sales multiply the fifth thing I want to share with you today um, in this session is if you are using links to be able to make sales, all right, links to, that will lead people to somewhere, links that will lead them to make a payment, all right, place the links as many places as possible, multiple places. For example, you are doing a post, put it at the middle, put it at the beginning, put it at the end so that their eyes will keep seeing. It's critically important for you to understand this, all right, because I just don't understand it but that's what i've noticed online i've noticed that online 
so put the links everywhere so if you visit certain people's landing pages the moment you are getting on that landing page right you are seeing the link at the top and then they put they say say say, say they put another link they type 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 then they put another link because you want to increase the possibilities of people just clicking and buying so put the links multiple places it makes for lots of conversions and lots of conversions mean money for you the main sales for you and they mean money for you it's important for you to understand that the sixth thing i want to share is always check your inboxes your whatsapp your facebook everywhere people who don't follow you on facebook when they send you a message the message actually goes in two places they go to the filtered inbox and they go to the spam so make it a point of duty every day to check your filtered messages and check your spam check your filtered messages and check your spam messages if you check emails if you if you love to check emails always check your spam emails your promotions tab your updates tab and your your spam tabs not just the regular so you may be thinking okay it's just going to regular no 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 check your spam check your updates check your promotions because some of this information they go there and you tend to miss them you miss sales check your check your filtered messages and check your spam every day on facebook i check these two places every day some of the messages can come in box some of them will go to the filtered messages and some of them will go to the spam you need to be able to check your inbox and please stop asking people how they got your number to call you you're in business your role is to receive calls the calls that can translate to um to sales except you are running from the law except you are running from 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 the hands of the law or from people who are collecting tasks on all tax and all that except you're running from one form of crime that you committed but if you are a person of integrity if you're open then don't ask people where they got your number from they called you pick the calls don't be saying because you're in business i don't i don't like to pick unknown numbers i don't like to pick man what the heck are you talking about i remember a particular time someone flashed me three times he flashed me the first time i wanted to speak he caught it he flashed me again the third, second time i wanted to pick he caught it I, I called back this guy ended up buying a plot of land because i'm the brand ambassador of a real estate company a plot of land that was seven fifty thousand at a time but he couldn't call <laughs> he flashed whatever made that guy to take that action to today i don't know but i called back and then i eventually made a sale and i got a commission as a result of that sale so stop asking people call numbers back if you have been somewhere and you receive calls maybe you've been doing something else call the numbers back call the numbers back you never can tell who is calling your role as a business individual who's selling online is to be able to make money from all the things that you're doing. So call the numbers back. Then the seventh thing is create multiple products and give people the chance to buy more. I see a lot of people do this, you know, in the in the internet space, which is amazing. So you are checking out from the landing page, you've bought the product. Maybe you bought a book or you bought a training. And then as you're checking out, you see below it they give you something extra like a template to help you to deal right and you look at it okay mm, it's just two dollars or four dollars mm, and then they add to the cart extra money has been put in there for you 
When I saw giveable options, give them a lot more products so that even as the time they're checking out on, the, on your website and they're checking through and then they want to buy more. It's a very beautiful place to be. Yeah, uh, right now I'm not really doing this because my website is being worked on, but by the time my website e-commerce is up, I'll put everything, my resources, every so from day to day, all I need to do is to put out a link and people will just go there and then they're walking around and checking things. Oh, I like this one. They're downloading this one for free and they're seeing this one, they're seeing the other one. And they're adding to cart, they're adding to cart, make a lot more money for me. So think about that. If you've got a website, if you've got an e-commerce site, think of how you can create a lot more options so that people, when they get there, it's about to move away, then they're able to download, they're able to buy a lot more from you. The eighth thing I want to share with you is that utilize seasons a lot, all right? Last, <laughs> in 2020, um, someone made me laugh so much. Anyway, I didn't want just want to sound derogatory concerning the, the issues of faith, but she said to me that she doesn't participate in Black Fridays. I called her up and I said, Black Friday is coming. This is a time for you to make a lot more money for yourself. So please utilize the Black Friday. The next thing I heard that mm, Black Friday is not scriptural. It's not Christian. And so I wouldn't do it. So I had to back off because I didn't have the energy to start explaining. Seasons like Christmas, like Easter, like Black Friday, like the New Year, people are primed culturally to, to spend money. Your role is to take the money. That's your role. You shouldn't shy away from that because that's your role as someone who is selling a product or a service online. All right, so people are primed culturally in those times, the New Year, the Valentine season, the, the Christmas season, the, the Salah season, the, all the seasons that have been mapped out that people know significantly that they must participate in those seasons. Whether, you, whether, whether your religious affiliation don't, don't accept it or not, but think of it as a possibility for you to be able to make a lot more sales. Well, um, religion is quite a great stronghold, but I, I, just want to I just want to urge you to use those seasons because those seasons will do a whole lot more to be able to make you um, make money, all right? So now, uh, at this point, if you're just joining us right now, if you're just watching this right now, go ahead and share this video, share this video so a lot of people can tend to watch this video and get some, um, you know, the things that I've been teaching that can really, really help their own online business, all right? So pause right now, you can go and, um, pause and uh, go to emekanobis.com and put your name and your email and then share this video so that anybody who is your friend on your timeline, on your platforms can be able to also participate in this, all right, and learn, all right? So the ninth thing I want to share with you is, don't force people to use one channel for payment. Don't force people to use one channel for payment. Don't ever do that. So some individuals, you want them to just use their cards and pay. Some them, some of, some people would never want to put their cards online. So give them opportunities to reach inbox and do a transfer. Give them opportunities to reach inbox and do a transfer. Don't don't tell them you must use the link. You must use it. You lose sales. That's the truth. You will. And then when it comes to banks, I've noticed that some individuals have this love for certain banks. Some people like Guarantee Trust Bank. Some of them like Zenith Bank. Some of them like... So what I did was to get... Now I have four bank accounts. Four bank accounts that I operate. Four different bank accounts. And they are the major big banks, actually. The major banks. 
and so some individuals they are i don't like this one do you like this one i send it to them so what happens is that if i'm using a particular account to get gather all the monies together for that particular product i'm selling on that campaign if they transfer money into my guarantee trust bank all i need to do is you take it from the guarantee trust bank and put it into zenit bank or put it into assets bank no skin pain whatsoever all right so give them multiple chances to be able to um i think i noticed this also when i went to buy something in a supermarket and when i got there um after buying i wanted to do a transfer and the guy said he didn't have um zenit bank and i said okay was it zenit bank or gt bank i can't remember but he said something he said that he noticed that on his two different when he was using a particular kind of pos he wasn't seeing his money that was what he said but with the new bank he was seeing his money and so displayed there <laughs> was the new account number for us to pay into because he was seeing his money whatever that meant so give people the opportunities to do transfers and if you can have if you can have um if you can have many bank options please by all means do it will help you a whole lot then the tenth one i want to share is last minute <laughs> rushes man this one is something i don't know i think it's just inbuilt in human beings to want to do things in the last minute so you see that in nigeria we're doing last minute preparations for the world cup we're doing last <laughs> last minute preparations you know for 11th hour stuff right you know so in all the times on all the times that i've done things online done launches online product campaigns I get the highest numbers of payments towards the closing time so sometimes <laughs> I, I usually like to close my launches at 12 midnight you will find people reaching out to you at 11 59 p.m. wanting to make a payment but this individual has been seen over time sometimes they are relaxing and watching people to see if they're actually going to pay and then they make up their mind to come to pay so what i do is to sit up and wait i'm checking my messages i'm replying them because i want them to take the decision and make a payment usually the bulk of payments that i get are usually two or two days three days final hour before the close of the campaign it's just something with human beings so when you are doing that just wake up and wait for them because they are they are sending money to you right and say ah this client no just wait up they are sending messages they're giving you excuses why they have not paid before mm, accept and wait for them to make the final um the transfer to your account or make the payment that is an absolutely beautiful place to be all right so remember last minute purchases they are often the bulk of the volume of the money that you're making when it comes to you doing a product campaign online it's important for you to understand that but finally follow up finally follow up right now i'm using i'm using a company called seller s-e-a-l-a-s-e-l-a-r.co to do um to do some of my campaigns i noticed that they could send i could see um abandoned transactions at the back end so what do i do i go at the back end and then i download the csv file they usually send you you can get the csv file and i and i i can take out all the emails of the abandoned transactions and then i send them emails so what i do is that i just write them and tell them i noticed that you wanted to make a transaction um what happened did network fail you 
Did you not see your bank on it? Did something just happen? All right, so I'm just here and I'm available to you. Um, whatever the case is, I'm here to solve the issue. You can either reach out to me on WhatsApp, but in any case, this is the bank number to transfer to. Please make a transfer. Let me know by replying this email and I'll fix you up immediately. That's it. You've got to follow up. You've got to follow up on conversations. You've got to follow up on chats because people tend to forget. So people may have reached out to your inbox, find a way of documenting, reach out to them, reach out via chats, reach out via WhatsApp, you know, inbox, have the conversations again. Some people call it cold call, get on the phone and call and tend to remind them, okay, I noticed that you wanted to really make a purchase at the right time. What could have been the issues? Is there something that you would want us to have a chat over? Is there some challenge you're having? Or let's have a chat, let's, let's have a conversation. And usually most of those conversations will lead to sales and people will get to buy. So remember, um, abandoned transactions are in those abandoned transactions are people who actually wanted to pay you, but for certain reasons, or maybe they were in a bus or they were traveling somewhere and they wanted to make a, and then um, they forgot or something just took away their, their 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 attention and then they forget. All right, following them up, and I, I see a lot of people who do this doing um, Facebook ads. That's what is called retargeting in Facebook ads. So they land on your website. Something could have happened. Maybe a network glitch. Something. So Facebook peak, the Facebook pixel that you installed on the site captures them, and then they can see a different ad, telling them, oh, "Okay, I think I noticed that you got on the. I want maybe not to buy something like that. Oh, whatever the case is, just go ahead right now. We want to want you to get this product. Blah blah blah. You know. And then because Facebook, the Facebook pixel has captured the the action that they were about to take on your website. And so you can do a retargeting art to be able to get them. That's also a form of follow-up. I just shared with you my experience and this is what you can also do with Facebook ads. So it's a beautiful thing to do follow-up. Then finally, please keep selling. Keep selling. Nobody should make you feel bad for selling online. I sell every day. I can make a post that has to do with inspiration, and then the next post I'm doing is a teaching post. But every day I must do a sales post because I want to make money daily on social media or my website or whatever space, whether it's WhatsApp or whether it's Instagram, you've got to keep selling because the more you sell, the more your products can reach people who actually need your products, the more that they become empowered as a result of the, of the transformation that your product is putting in their own lives and their businesses, the more money you make. The more money you make, the more you can reach a lot more lives. What is so beautiful about that? It's very beautiful because it's from the place of love that you're creating the solutions that people are taking into their own lives and having the results that your product intended for them to have. So keep selling, keep selling, keep selling. I hope that this session um, made a lot of sense to you. If you've got questions, let me know. You can reach out to me personally via any of my channels or my Insta or my or my or my WhatsApp. All right, you can reach out to me on WhatsApp directly. Right, plus two three four nine zero two five one five three three two two. All right, plus two three four nine zero two five one five three three two two. You can reach out to me and I can have a chat with you, or you can visit my website emekanobis.com whatever facebook follow me instagram anywhere you feel like anywhere you're watching this video from it's good to have been in your face all right so got any questions whatsoever i'd love to know and i'll reach out to you i hope that this made a lot of sense to you and i hope that you can take all the things you've learned 
and then you can put them together and I see your sales tripling I see your sales doubling I see your sales quadrupling <laughs> online all right so for me to you a mechanobis thank you for watching ciao ciao